Focus on cloud, location, data center industry, trends, the dynamic market. Hey, I'm David Liggett with Data Center Hawk, and I am so excited to be joined by Bruce Learman. Bruce is the CEO of Involta. Bruce, thanks so much for jumping on today. It's fun to be with you. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. I look forward to, to the episode today. Uh, you know, before we begin, so I think one of the things that's really interesting about um, your background is your experience with entrepreneurship. And, uh, you know, you've started a number of companies, uh, you know, obviously in Volta being one of those. But just talk about your experience starting uh, the companies that you have and then what led you to begin uh, in Volta, you know, I think over 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, so I, I'm, I'm entrepreneurial in general and, you know, I've gotten a lot of help from other entrepreneurs. And I think that's the great thing about entrepreneurship in general is, you know, the people that have uh, built great companies are always willing to listen and, and provide, you know, feedback and, and guidance as, as other entrepreneurs are starting their path. And so I did start a um, streaming media company back in the uh, mid 90s. And, uh, you know, being from Dallas, you're probably familiar with um, Mark Cuban, and he was doing broadcast.com. And that streaming media industry was so nascent then that there was like four or five companies that were doing it. So kind of in trade shows and that we'd be like right across the, the aisle from each <laughs> other and chatting. He's a really great guy, by the way. And, you know, super smart. And obviously he's uh, turned out to be quite successful. Sure. One of the things that was interesting, we uh, started, it was hard to get high quality internet back in those days. And so um, there was a new data center that opened up in Palo Alto, Palo Alto Internet Exchange. And uh, it was back then you really had to know somebody to be able to get a couple of servers slid into that thing that was, you know, way overstocked with servers and things. And I love that industry. I just like the, you know, the real estate component and the um, you know, network, and it just kind of fit who, who I wanted to do in terms of a business. So I, I watched that industry kind of develop and grow, and it was a little overbuilt, and then the dot-com, you know, bubble burst, and, and so there was a lot of excess capacity. But by 2005, 2006, people started building new data centers again, and that capacity had been absorbed. And a friend of mine asked, um, you know, what to do. He had a data center that was uh, abandoned by a telco, and I said, well, let me take a look at it. And that's, you know, I looked at that and I said, well, I think I know what to do with that. So we started in Volta and, you know, then continued to build out data centers in, in emerging markets. Yeah. And I think that's one of the really interesting things about the Involta portfolio as far as like the markets that, um, you know, you're today located in. But I also think your comment about just how this business, you know, started and, and you know, you obviously being in the beginning stages of that, uh, you know, we saw telco assets that over time, uh, you know, got changed into, you know, very uh, sophisticated assets that were serving the, you know, the greater needs of different types of companies. Um, and so, but talk about your portfolio. Uh, why have you chosen to locate in the, you know, cities and states that the portfolio is in today? Yeah. It's a great question. We we uh, started the business with the um, thought around providing that world class data center experience in markets that were underserved. And so, you know, there's eight to 10 markets around the country and especially back then that had access to to world class data center facilities. Um, but yet there was a, a lot of IT workload in hospitals, manufacturing organizations that didn't want to move to, you know, L.A. or Chicago or New York or, you know, a lot of the, you know, D.C. 
And so, you know, that was really the underlying concept for us is to build that capability in markets that uh, people wanted to keep their, their workload closer. And, uh, um, you know, again, we started off with a retrofit of uh, telco and then historically we've been really more in the mindset of we build own and operate from, from scratch, you know, new facilities. So that's the bulk of our platform around the country now, uh, you know, in markets like Boise, Idaho, and Tucson, Arizona, and Far East is Cleveland, P- Pittsburgh. You know, again, kind of these markets that are, you know, um, a little bit off the beaten path. Yeah, and I, and and I would say that they're uh, really interesting today from a growth perspective. I think if if you know people follow the industry. Uh, you know, you would know that those markets, those secondary markets are becoming much more uh, maybe down the down the fairway because of the you know importance of network, the importance of of being closer to the end user themselves. So uh, certainly those markets are are interesting. You know, one of the things that's interesting in, in looking at your company is the different industry verticals that that you all serve. One of them is healthcare, And that's uh, definitely been a, an industry that has have been evolving over time. Uh, but talk about uh, Involta's approach to serving the healthcare industry from a data center perspective. What's that been like? Yeah, it, it's really interesting um, that the healthcare industry, to your point, really focused on, um, you know, network latency from their their core data centers and their backup facilities to, to their primary um, hospitals and, and clinics. And so it was a natural fit for us you know, as we were, we build a, a, you know, a facility that really caters towards kind of that large enterprise, mid-sized enterprise organization with all of the security compliance and that, that you'd expect in that mid to large enterprise organization. So the healthcare organizations, um, you know, were first to kind of respond to us moving into new markets because they, you know, they, they were looking at their age data centers and their, their strategy and, and, uh, really looking to start that partnership with somebody that would um, be their be their data center partner for them and still meet the requirements or exceed the requirements that they had, um, you know, in their own facilities. And then your point, that latency is a big thing for the healthcare organizations. They're, they're doing surgeries by wire now. And so they're, you know, they're looking at monitors that are going back to our data centers and, and you know, you definitely need to be um, have have resiliency uptime and uh, you know you don't want to see a whole lot of latency in that situation yeah and that that's been really interesting to watch as I think that the healthcare industry has evolved and how much more we depend on um, you know the the uh, delivery the instantaneous delivery of data and information and you know I while I still think there's a long way to go I think we probably both agree in that industry but uh, there have been a lot of um, improvements over the last, several years from from your standpoint you know sitting as a leader of your company uh you know what are some of the other industry verticals maybe that you all are focusing on whether it's financial or technology companies you know what have been some of the the companies that have been driving demand over the last you know several years yeah so you know again we're we're focused kind of in those um you know markets secondary markets and uh, really focused on that mid to large enterprise organization so we've really found um, a lot of growth in the manufacturing environment, and especially as you think about like uh, Northeast Ohio, Western PA, just a, a lot of uh, good manufacturing organizations in that region. And so uh, we've built a vertical around manufacturing as well and just rolled out our first 
advisory board on manufacturing um, earlier this year. Unfortunately, it was virtual, but we'll we'll do a do an in person one this fall. So so the manufacturing one is a is another organization type of business that. Um, really is focused on latency. And we think in terms of the, the go forward strategy, and, and you know, maybe we'll talk a little bit about kind of our edge platform, but manufacturing is one of those that's really focused on, you know, how they start deploying more of the edge as well. The other vertical that uh, we've really seen a lot of traction with is the financial services market. We, we uh, define that, you know, somewhat broadly, but it, you know, includes insurance organizations, financial services firms, that sort of thing. But again, you know, they're really focused on compliance and security and uptime and, you know, it really fits well within our um, strategy. And so we've also created an advisory group around the financial services industry. So, so talk about those advisory groups and, you know, how, first of all, the purpose of them, and then, you know, what do you all try to use them to do, you know, as it relates to uh, Involta and, and current customers? Yeah. Yeah. And so we, we've created our advisory uh, board of both customers and non-customers, and really it's to help us define, you know, what is, what are the products and services that that industry, you know, specifically needs to be able to continue to grow and scale. And we want to make sure that we continue to stay out on the forefront of what their requirements look like today and in the future. And it's really been great. I mean, the healthcare one, we've been um, using them since uh, 2015. Um, and you know, we'll come to them with a strategic plan and then a bunch of crazy ideas. And, you know, we'll sift that down into a few that, that make sense and we'll move forward. And I think one of the nice things about our advisory board is they've seen you know, the, you know, it's not just a, um, you know, we get together once a year, twice a year and talk about things, but, you know, we actually come back through and say, you know, here are the things that we discussed at our last advisory board meeting. Here are the things that we've implemented. Here's what we've done, or here's where we are, you know, in flight on some of these things. And here's some things that, you know, we thought were good ideas back with the last time we spoke, but, you know, what we've, we've, you know, kind of done some more work and realized that we don't think sure. that things are good. And, and this is why. And, and so it's really been a good working group and it's not just a fluff group. So I think that's what, you know, the, the advisory board members feel good about. You mentioned edge before, but talk about that and, and just maybe some other technologies or uh, improvements that you believe will take place in the next several years that will impact the industry. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, um, you know, we talked about our beginning in co-location and, and data centers, and, you know, it's an evolution, and the market changes, and the, and the requirements of our customers continue to evolve, and so we started off as a primarily co-location only company, um, started building our own uh, private cloud capability within, you know, a few, three or four or five years, something like that. Now that's about 50% of our business. Uh, we've added in the last couple of years, public cloud capability. So now really helping our uh, clients and prospective clients decide where those workloads you know, best belong, whether it's Colo, whether it's in our cloud or whether it's in the public cloud and really helping be a, a good IT partner for our, our customers. And then the, la the, the next kind of iteration, I think, of this evolution is we're seeing the, the move to the edge and organizations wanting to move that workload even closer to where, where the, the consumers of that workload are. And so we're seeing you know, a lot of movement from the big manufacturers are completely redesigning their kind of strategy and their architecture to say over the last 20, 25 years, we really focused on centralizing IT workloads into a couple locations. Mm -hmm. And now all that architecture is changing over the next 20 to 25 years 
will be to to move all that into a decentralized way. So, you know, we're we're really um, fortunate, I think, in a lot of ways that we're we're already kind of in a lot of these edge markets and think that there's a lot of opportunity for us going forward. And I think, you know, as we think about the growth over the next, you know, let's say 10 years, uh, we think edge is going to be a major player. Yeah, it feels like you are, you know, in the position and and geographically and and also from maybe a technology perspective, you know, where the market is moving. And, you know, I'm I'm sure as leader of a company, that's exactly where you want to be. Um, You know, when you think about growing, one of the uh, things that we do here at Data Center Hawk is we, you know, we're looking at different markets and and how they're growing from a a size perspective, demand perspective. You know, I'm curious as, as you sit and think about, hey, how do we grow our you know, portfolio down the road. You know, what are some of the things that you think about that help guide those decisions? Yeah, so we really look at, you know, kind of the opportunities for, you know, can we be successful in different markets? So we we think about growing geographically. Um, and I think with the, the movement towards edge, you'll see us um, work on more geographic expansion. Uh, we also look at uh, technological expansion. So as we think about edge, you know, what are those tools and capabilities that we need to add to our organization for us to continue to be able to kind of scale over that next 10 years. So those are, those are the two areas I think that we really focus on most is geographic expansion and then capability expansion. So Bruce, one of the things that I always am asking data center leaders is, you know, why they believe this is such a good industry to invest time energy resources in as a younger professional. You know, we have a, an industry that um, is, is lacking, um, you know, new entrants, uh, whether it's, you know, engineers, facility managers, um, you know, just people plugged into the technology side of our space. And so from your perspective, what makes this such an interesting uh, industry to get involved in? Yeah, well, it is interesting. Um, you know, when you think about all of the technology that's, that is emerging in the world, I mean, all that stuff is, is grounded somewhere in a data center. And, you know, one of the exciting things for me is just meeting all of the people and leaders that are running all these companies. And some of them, you know, just it's, um, you know, bizarre things that people make money on. And, and uh, but technology is really at the root of it, the core of it. So I love the opportunity to meet and listen to everybody's story about the businesses they've created and how this technology is such a, a critical component of it. The bottom line is there there aren't just technology companies. Every company is a technology company yep. and everybody needs to have, you know, their services in one fashion or another. And I think that's the that's the opportunity for organizations like ours and, and others. Just um, everybody's a potential customer at this point. Well, Bruce, thanks so much for taking the time to 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 talk this morning. It's really interesting to learn about Involta, and we'll be excited to watch your success and the company's growth moving forward. That sounds great. Thanks so much. Appreciate the time today.